I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. If you build it, he will I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Wednesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. And I'm not skinny. I'm Jared. Skinny has a, had to go do something real quick. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, as Aaron said, which, you know, we get a break right in the middle of the week, but coming up tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, a lot of basketball. We'll do a little preview about that one. Uh, coming up in the show, maybe talk a little bit about NFL. We got to, you know what? You know what's tonight? And I don't think anyone knows unless you're paying attention. And it just occurred to me when I woke up uh, Bedlam basketball. Remember when that was such a huge game? Not so much the last few years, but it's still Bedlam. It's still going to get a lot of people's attention in this state, at least for bragging rights purposes. That's happening tonight in Stillwater. We'll talk about that. Hey, and we have a new sponsor of the show. I, I kind of wanted to. Wait for Aaron to tell us about this new sponsor, and we got a new segment of the show. Now, Aaron has returned. I was just saying, Aaron, you, you know what tonight is? You know what's happening tonight? I was going to ask you the same question because I are you talking about at eight o'clock? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was, yeah. It's so funny because I wrote that I wrote it down because I want I didn't want to tip you off. Did I email you the deal? I am not seeing. I it. probably didn't. I got I got to. You're all right. Around. I know you're busy. Um. So yeah, I. I I typed up the normal list, right? And then I wrote in what's happening at eight o'clock to see if you knew, because it's so amazing that a lot of people won't know what. Text us if you know what's happening tonight. Well, I kind of relayed it. Out oh, you back. did? Yeah. Bedlam Sorry. basketball. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's Bedlam basketball. You know, you know, not that long ago, kids. That would have been that would have been a bigger topic starting Monday. Than the NFL playoffs. Right. And now it's like you wonder how many people even know it's happening. Right. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, listen, when the both the, both the programs are where they're at, I get it. I mean, it, it probably the same in other in-state rivalries, but um, it's kind of sad, too, because it was, like you said, you, you set your calendar to every time Bedlam basketball took place. Oh, it's you, way more than kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the the lack of enthusiasm for quite frankly, both programs uh, right now, and, and and I get it, it's not the heyday of Eddie and Kelvin, but you're also talking about teams. I mean, Oklahoma, 
Oklahoma State. I mean, they're they're not horrible, but the problem is you, you wonder what the expectations. We can talk about this after is the it, high school. Is it is it a is it a reflection of the overall state, like as a whole of college basketball? Partly. I mean, does anyone really? Did you know Kentucky's not very good? Yeah, I did. Actually. I mean, I mean, but my point I, I, is, listen, average, I don't miss the chance to take shots. Well, at yeah, over but Kentucky. my point is, there are some people like they just always assume Duke's good, North Carolina's good, Kentucky's good, right? Yeah. There's probably even some some people out there think, oh, Indiana, yeah, they're always good, right? Well, that hasn't really been the case. I mean, this, this year, year they're pretty good. But my point is, the attention given to college basketball. Like the past decade has waned incredibly. And so that's part of it too, right? I mean, with the state of college football where it's at, where Well, here's the truth. You know, here's here's the truth of it. College football is having trouble getting people in the stands too. Yeah. If you're not Oklahoma, Alabama, you know, a certain five to mm-hmm. ten schools, you're not getting a full house every week. Very true. So in in, in college basketball is the same. They're not having this conversation in Lawrence, Kansas, about getting people out and being enthused about basketball. Oh, you're right. No, they've got them. Yeah, it's those blue bloods. You know, and I mentioned Kentucky. They're still filling up Rump Arena. Bought a game last night. Speaking of Kansas, K State. Oh, that was and KU. that was crazy. That's a fun ending. What a wild one. Eighty-three, eighty-two. K State beat Kansas. You know, there was a streak there. I think it was like twenty-one in a row that Kansas had won on the road at Bramlage Coliseum. Like. K-State was beating Kansas in the fog, but they couldn't beat them at home. And I think now Kansas State has won maybe two of the last four there inside the octagon of doom. i tell you who's good in the Big 12. Iowa State. Uh, they're dirty, but they're good. Iowa State is good. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> the guy blocked the guy out on the rim. Dude, did you see that? I saw it. That's, that just seems dirty to me. I saw it. Seems dirty to me. Man up. It's just because it's Texas, right? No, it's not. I mean, I'm just so sick of any time there's sort of a hard foul in any form of basketball, it is immediately, oh my gosh, it's a dirty play. Whatever. Well, look like player safety to me. The dude's I'm about to come down so on his head. so sick of all of the the whining. These pe- the, 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 No one could play against Bill Lambeer. I don't want to hear a damn thing from anybody. <laughs> if Bill Lambeer was still playing, the whole league would be – every basketball player in the world would be scared to get on the floor. You know who's good who's about to be a Big 12 team? Houston. Houston. Houston is There's a lot good. of OU fans rooting on Houston this year, I bet. Houston is good. There's no doubt about that. i tell you who else is good. Alabama. You get a chance to see them, too, coming up That's in the right. They've got some issues. Do you have a problem with Nate Oates calling – Ray Lewis for advice about the murder thing. Ouch. OJ right, wasn't available. Is that for real? Yes. Wow. He reached out to Ray Lewis to to get some advice on, you know, being charged with murder and and I guess I mean obviously Ray Lewis didn't do it allegedly. Uh yeah, I I think I have a problem with that. Seems Speaking like of a, uh, I mean, beef, um, <laughs> it's a it's a day of beef. I mean OJ wasn't available. Did I say that already? <laughs> Uh, yes, it is. Uh, welcome to the show, Tucker Family Beef. Our friends, Monty, Tommy, Danielle, Nelda, Granny T. I'm not going to guarantee you that you can live to 100 like Granny T has eating Tucker Family Beef, but I'm not going to guarantee you you can't because she has. 100 just this last week. That's awesome. That's amazing. And I'm just sure that Tucker Family Beef has been in her diet 
for a lot of those hundred years. I'm going to guess so. Uh, I personally have this in my freezer as we speak. Um, we've, for the last, gosh, two or three years, have had nothing but Tucker family beef in our freezers. Uh, it's locally born, raised, fed, processed, prime beef. If you don't believe me, look on their Facebook page, look on their website, tuckerfamilybeef.com. They've got photos of the cuts of meat. Look at the marbling. I've got a rump. You know you know what a rump roast is? Sure. You know, rump roast normally just looks like a blob of red meat. There's like no white to it, right? It's the one like lean looking roast. I'm going to take a picture of the one that's in my fridge thawing right now to cook this weekend. It looks like a an awesome ribeye. Mm. with all the marbling in through it. Um, You can get it a bunch of different ways. Uh, Tucker Family Beef will sell it to you individually. I mean, you can go out and get a a package of hamburger meat. You can get any steaks, roasts, briskets, any of that individually. They'll sell you a bundle, which will have some hamburger meat, some steaks, some roasts, uh, some round steak, the tenderized, like a chicken fry. They'll sell you a couple of different, uh, three different bundles there, or like my wife and I do, bulk beef, which is, me i'm just making sure okay uh, tucker family beef is going to start yeah, off our commercial they are i've got it man that's i just don't like when that computer moves i know it's out of my periphery trust me it's just me <laughs> trust uh, me anyhow sir. uh so bulk beefing by a quarter a half or a whole beef from them which comes with like the last one we got we got a half and we ended up with like 400 pounds of meat wow in our freezer uh and it's it is don't have to buy another freezer for i think that. monty tells you you end up Having that much beef at like five, just a little over five bucks a pound in your freezer processed and done. Can you buy, uh, listen, I haven't bought beef in the in the store, in any store in so long. I have no idea what it is per pound, but I'm guessing you can get a whole or a half of beef that includes steak, brisket, roast, hamburger meat, cheaper by the pound, oh, yeah. then you can get a pound of hamburger in made at the quality. store. In better and it's, quality. And that's, that's exactly right. Not only is it cheaper to get in your freezer, it is also prime beef. I'm not kidding you. It's prime beef. I'll, anytime You can go back through my Facebook pictures when I do post. A lot of times it's a steak that I'm firing on or a roast or whatever. It's awesome. Uh, Monty, uh, you can give Monty a call, 580-374-5444. Check him out on Facebook. TuckerFamilyBeef.com also is their website. Uh, go go do it. I, I cannot recommend it more uh, because it's just not only is it local, supporting the local farmers and ranchers, but it's better. It's just flat out better. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, so w- there we we have a segment coming up. What is your beef? What is your sports beef this week? I've got three, and I'm, I can't decide which one I'm gonna I'm gonna fire out you there as three? number one. I've got three different ones. I've got a here. Here's the deal. I've got a high school, a college, and a pro. Oh wow! I've got a beef in all three categories. Wow. Okay. And we'll talk about that in the I mean, next segment. I mean, can you save them? I mean, you're gonna go with three of them. Uh, Just I'm, boom, boom, boom. I'm, I'm gonna say, okay, here's what I've got, and then decide which one to use which today. One, I I think I know which one. I no no no. I'm gonna mention them all today. But then have like a runner-up, a second. This could be like Miss Universe, except real. Um, I don't know what to say there. I got myself in a bad spot. (laughs) Go ahead, say it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
Except, you oh. know, a woman might actually win. Uh, oh, oh. Anyhow, and so I'm going uh, to I'm gonna say all three and then decide which one I think is my real beef. My, my, my biggest beef, I guess. Very good. In sports this week. That's right. Another good thing that came from COVID. People are processing beef locally. It's you, exactly You know, right. I about said that. I don't think I, I can remember since COVID buying – you know what I mean? It's been local. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've, um, but, uh, yeah, that is a good – I mean, there wasn't a lot of good things, but that is a good thing that came from the whole COVID situation. All right, hoops last night. Elk City got a pair of wins inside the Pioneer Center. Big time. Uh, man, the girls were just dominated cash. 23 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Uh, I thought defensively they came out and were very aggressive out of the zone. Abby Brown, the sophomore, not only had a career-high 24 on the offensive end, but defensively in the first quarter, she disrupted everything Cash was trying to do. Um, If not getting the steal, she knocked a bunch of balls loose, tipped them to other players that led to uh, transition opportunities that the Elkettes were able to capitalize upon. And, man, once you get up 23-0, then from there, just kind of cruise control uh, to a 56-25 to win. Everybody got involved last night. Um, Gosh, I think basically everybody scored that played except for maybe a couple. But um, it, it was just a, a great performance, snapping a two-game losing streak, something the Elkettes desperately needed. Get back to 6-6 six and six on the season. Now you look ahead uh, for the next couple of weeks before the, the, the records kind of stop. Not, they don't stop, but they're locked in right. uh, for the playoffs. Uh, you have a chance down in Altus uh, to, to get another tournament win uh, or at least get some wins. Then next week – It'll start out tough with Tuttle. Then you got Blanchard, a team that's kind of been up and down a little bit. Uh, a chance to get a win there. Bethany is next, which is going to be tough. But then you end that week, I think, when the rankings lock in with Chickasha and Sayer, a couple of chances at wins there. So if you just, you know, if you if you have a good weekend this weekend at two and one minimum, then you can keep your head above five hundred and maybe even get a few games above five hundred before it's time. Uh, for the for the the schedules to matter, the rankings to matter. Um, Coach Ham alluded last night. He can see everybody voting, and he says he's talking about how the 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 conference coaches have a lot of respect for what they're doing when they look at the scores and competing against those state tournament type teams the way the Elkettes have. He said they you know they're a bunch of people voting them around the fifteen range. So if that would if you could see that come to fruition all across the state. Then all of a sudden you're not having to go to Kingfisher, you're not having to go to Weatherford, you're not having to go to Tuttle for district. Eventually you're going to get that, obviously in regionals or what have you, but at least not in district. You know, he mentioned last night that the on the girls' side, the last couple of years, last year Woodward was a district opponent. They made it to the Saturday of area trying to play to get into the state tournament. The year before it was Kingfisher, who was a state tournament team. The year before that in 2020, it would Kingfisher had a chance to play uh, to go to the state tournament was the district opponent. So, you know, that's – and then, of course, the boys, when Kingfisher's your your district, uh, obviously you're playing the state champion in district. So it would be nice to get away from, from some of those teams. Boys-wise, the Elks sluggish in the first half, man, down 20, 20 to 11 at halftime. And then the third quarter, Cole Bowie uh, started the quarter with a drive right down the lane, got an and one, challenging the big guy, uh, Fannin, for, for cash. And the Elks just exploded in the second half. Outscored Cash 36-20, to turned a nine-point deficit at halftime into a seven-point win, 47-40. So a good win there for the Big Elks as well as they try to get back uh, toward that 500 mark 
Both teams playing in the Altus. Uh, gosh, it's a long name. It's the 51st annual Cluster Harrington Classic or Invitational Classic. Did I get that right? Yeah, here it is. I know I left out a word. 51st <laughs> annual Cluster Harrington Short Class Short Grass Classic Invitational. That starts tomorrow. The Elks at two against Frederick. The Elkettes uh, at three thirty. They'll take on UConn. UConn's the number twelve team in six A on the girls' side. Frederick ten and four in three A on the boys' side. We know that Elk City will play the Lot and Mac JV on Friday. There's only six teams in the girls' side, so it's not a bracket. It's a pool play. Anybody that has kids that play baseball or softball in the summer, it's a pool play. Three teams in each pool. They're all going to play each other. That, that's the difference, kind of. They'll all play each other. There's some. Uh, if somebody wins both games, obviously they're in the championship. If everybody wins one against each other, uh, there's some rules. Uh, point differential, points scored would be the tiebreakers there to decide who moves on into what game on Saturday. Uh, but uh, chances this weekend for the Elks and the Elks to continue uh, to, to improve their positioning for the playoffs. Uh, what else happened around the area last night? Do you remember uh, Hammond boys Hammond, smoked yeah. Sweetwater? They got them – rather easily it looked like there's and, and i got a couple calls yesterday why are they why they cancel the hammond sweetwater girls game being told sweetwater just didn't have enough players it wasn't a refing situation like we saw in Merritt last week it was just uh, hammond was short on players so they played one boys game and they won that one 78 to 40 uh, hammond did um arapaho butler girls took on um, Corn Bible Academy over there at the West Central Basketball Tournament, won with these 50-20. to 20. And the boys 62-41 over Hydro. That, yep. And um, Leedy took on Fargo – no, talk about long names. Fargo Gage Fort Supply, and the girls got a win, 53-37. Boys had to go to overtime, and uh, they got the win, 52-50. to 50. Talk about needed wins. That, that Leedy needed those win or needed a win in some way with what they're dealing with injury wise. So um, that's what we got as far as the Paragon schools are concerned. Um, no, it's not. What? What did I? There miss? was one other doubleheader. What did I miss? What did I miss? Duke at Eric. Well, I never get those updates on my phone. What happened? Eric boys. Duke had a feeling that Eric 67 53 first loss of the season for the Duke Tigers that 67 67 to 53 14 win 14 point win for Eric on the boys side wow makes you wonder if Duke was shorthanded I didn't watch any of it great win for the Eric Bearcats that's a big win that's a great win uh the girls game there is a 39 27 win for Duke Wow. Yeah, and then Merritt and, Merritt and Cordell also. Uh, the Oilerettes dominated again. Man, Merritt. The, no shocker there. No shocker they, there. They, listen, they are a true contender in Class 2A. 60-22 to 22 was the girls' score after 54-17 yesterday down in Hollis. So a couple of road wins in a row leading into the uh, Bi-County. The boys, the Merritt Oilers, were able to win as well, 54-41 over Cordell. Almost wish ceiling was in the bike. Man, I wish ceiling. I don't almost wish. You want them in there just to get that possible matchup with Merritt. I don't almost wish. I wish. (laughs) Yeah. Because here's what you could get. 
you could get Sealing Hammond again, or actually you'd probably get Merritt and Hammond in the semifinal because Sealing would oh, be yeah. more than likely be the one seed, right? Right. But you'd want to see Merritt and Sealing. We've seen Hammond and Sealing. I want to see Merritt and Sealing. It's a good measuring stick, right? That's how we yes. kind of. That's what kind of ceiling kind of gives you. Is like you know you think you're good, and we think Merritt's good. Don't, oh, don't yeah. take don't miss mince my words or turn them around on me if you're a Merritt fan. But that most schools like Riverside, okay, we thought they were good. They go and play ceiling thirty, yeah, Hammond twenty, yeah. Well, it just it not only is it but it also gives you a chance to see what you have to improve on moving forward. So, but we don't get to see it as they played at Mustang. So, uh, the ceiling boys are going to be out there at the by county. Let's go through these brackets. They're not bad. Uh, undefeated number. Fortunately, number, they're number living five in the shadow a. of their girls' team. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wonder what those guys thought. What then? That four-year run. Hey, we're pretty good. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. The girls yeah, are playing, patting them on their little heads. <laughs> Excuse me. Carly shooting usually, another three. Yeah, usually it's the other way around, right? <laughs> usually it's the boys' team and then followed by – yeah, but yeah. – <laughs> and I'm sure those boys don't mind it at all, right? Uh, they probably don't mind – everyone's showing up to watch the girls play and then, oh, by the way, we're going to win too. <laughs> I had this conversation last night, uh, and it was uh, kind of the same thing. Here's the deal. You boys got to come out of the locker room fighting and playing good, otherwise people will leave. Give them a reason to stay type of thing uh so you've got on the girls side just looking at the bracket it feels like it's a collision course to replicate the five county final with Merritt and hammond it's what it feels like it's coming uh laverne and Merritt jv blair on the hammond side eric cheyenne and duke on the uh, Merritt side be pretty surprising if those two teams didn't play in the finals yeah. oh, oh by the way just uh, ceiling boys undefeated ranked fifth mm-hmm. yeah I know. I'm. I mean, a lot of people don't, though. A lot of people yeah. don't. A lot of people think it's silly yeah, girls. You think and they're looking? It. You think they're looking at their fans, going, "We haven't lost yet. They have." <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's true. They've lost. We haven't. <laughs> What's so good about them? I uh, know. The, on the boys' ceiling is undefeated, ranked number five in Class A. Blair, Eric, and Cheyenne on that side of the bracket. Then down in the bottom, uh, you got Duke and Hammond. Also Laverne, Class A number sixteen. They were the Oil Center champion. Uh, over that leady bison squad that was undefeated at the time laverne and Merritt is the first round game there so three teams ranked on the boys side two on the girls side down in altus i've already talked about the cluster harrington short glass i can't even say it have fun with that this weekend i'm going to say it once and be done with it welcome back to the tournament i'm going to say welcome back to the short grass (laughs) invitation there you go tri-county which is at wussy western oklahoma state college uh, girls, it's a good bracket, man. Three teams ranked, all in different classes. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got Luther, three A number five is the is the number one seed. They've got Cordell, Navajo, and Hollis also in that top side of the bracket. Down in the bottom side, Leedy and Mangum, and then Snyder and Hobart. Leedy's number eleven in Class B. Hobart's number ten in Class Two A. I think this is a a really good idea for Leedy, Navajo. And it's Hollis A this year. Are they in Class A? I think so. Pretty sure they are. I think so too. But to get into this tournament to face a two A team, a three A team, and the physicality that those teams will play with, that then goes, it helps you down the road in the playoffs. I think this is. I think this is really smart 
for Coach Carpenter and Coach Broadbent to be down there just to face some bigger teams. So it was more physicality in the way that the game is played the higher up the classifications you go. I think it's really, really smart for them to do that. Uh, in the boys' bracket, two teams ranked. It uh, looks like a collision course depending on how Leedy can, can go. You know, They've struggled a little bit without Puffenbarger uh, out of the Christmas break. But two teams ranked are Leedy in Class B, number 8, uh, Hobart, once again, 2A, number 10. So that could be uh, pretty strong challenges. And then we have semifinals ready to go in the West Central over at Swass. Canute and Hydro Weekly on the girls' side will be tomorrow at 545. Thomas will play Arapahoe Butler in the other girls' semifinal. Then on Friday, Canute gets Calumet, the nightcap that night. Sentinel will play Arapahoe Butler. That's one of those matchups. If anybody's had Arapahoe's number for the last couple of years, it's been Sentinel. And so a chance for the – This for year the, included, I think it's like a two-point win for Sentinel. They, they won – well, they won at the five-county. Did they lose in overtime in the first matchup? Or did they beat them twice? I know they beat them at the five county. Looking, looking, looking. But you're right. It seems like that's a team that's always had that's had their number the last couple of years. Yeah, they lost by two in overtime, ahead of the five county, then beat them by a yeah. point in the five county. Sentinel did. Right. So those two teams split. And then last year there was a bunch of close games. I think Sentinel beat them in the five county last year also, if I remember right. Uh, so that'll be uh, close in all close games. Every one of them been right down to the wire. So expect a close one there on Friday afternoon over at the West Central Basketball Tournament. Anything else from High School Hoops? I think that got it all See what covered. happened in Dell City? My goodness. Did Have you seen the guys that were on air? Yeah, that was the first thing I saw. How in the world do you stay that calm when shots are being fired? Were they inside the gym, shots fired, or was it outside? Have you figured that out yet? Um, news reports this morning said it was inside. Inside the gym. The, like uh, in the, the Dell City Field House, as they call it. Wow. And that video definitely – the way it – how loud it – for those who don't know, there was a shooting last night after a basketball game in Dell City between Dell City and Millwood. It was after the game, and news reports this morning said it was just – there was a fight. Uh, one person was shot. Um, not sure of the condition, and I'm not sure if they – I'm sure they made an arrest. They're all really early reports, but it was inside the field house – sad man just sad i mean seeing the video of it it scary obviously because the first thing you see is little kids on the court yeah like you see after a basketball game they go out there they grab a basketball they start shooting around you know it's probably a coach's kid or their friends or buddies or whatever i mean that shouldn't this is where kids play and there's a shooting yeah it's senseless no doubt it's scary yeah, the first reports I saw last night were they hadn't they they hadn't made any arrests, um, and then there there was somebody that one person that went to the uh, hospital after being shot. But that yeah. was really really early, like right after it happened. So yeah, I got it. The video sent. I mean, it had to have been right after. Like it wasn't even ten o'clock yet. Yeah, see, and I, I would your game was over because I was watching your game and and you were done. I think we spoke. We did speak on the phone, and it was maybe I sat down. I was wanting to watch a show. I haven't watched in a while, or been wanting to watch. I sat down, and right when I started, I get an alert on my or a message sent to me from a man, Jeremy. He he sent it to me, and I saw that video. So it had to have been, I mean, not even thirty minutes, you know, right from when it happened. But it was already out there. Um, I'm looking for 
the latest on this. Yeah, that's, I haven't seen really any updates this morning from the folks I that I was catching things from last night. On, this, on the morning news. Um, and, I mean, again, it just, it scared me because of what, I, you know, you immediately see the kids. And you just, you know, we've been to a ton of basketball games and you just see a ton of kids who just are playing. It's a place of enjoyment. It's a game where kids gather to play. I'm talking from high school down, and for that to happen, it just it's a it's sad. It's it sad. is. Here's the story. Okay, I'm Scary and sad all at the same time. It shouldn't happen. Uh, it just, it doesn't. It just shouldn't happen. Officials are in shooting. Uh, let's see. They closed the school today too. Yeah, it's d- uh, virtual learning yeah. today. Um, fight occurred. Gunshots were fired inside the field house. Uh, da 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 da. By his parents, I said, one adult male has been transported to local hospitals. Condition is unknown at this time. It doesn't mention an arrest, uh, but you know that's coming. I mean, you'd hope so. They'll identify suspects and go get them if they haven't already. That was as of three hours ago. Anyways, crazy. In it, you know, right there in, in Oklahoma City, Dell City. You know, we've been to Carl Albert, that area, Midwest City. Um. You know, and how do I say this without sounding mean? I'm glad we live where we live. Yeah, oh yeah. Doesn't happen in small school gyms. Hope not. Doesn't happen in hometown gyms like Oak City, Clinton, Weatherford. Doesn't happen. You hope not. You yeah, hope it hope doesn't. Not. You hope it doesn't come out here. But prayers to those involved in there. It's a sad situation. No doubt. All right. When we come back. What is your biggest beef in sports this week? Tucker Family Beef, Monty, Tommy, the gang out there. Tucker Family Beef. I'll tell you all about them when we come back. What you? What are you beefing with in sports? I've got a few. I'm sure Jared does too. I've narrowed it down to what one. What do you guys got? Let us know on the, on the text line. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat. The perfect form on the free throw line. That perfectly plays spiral football and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. The Skinny on Sports. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Tucker Family Beef has uh, hopped on board. It is locally born, raised, fed, and processed prime beef out at Sunny Point, Oklahoma don't know where that is it's on the way to Sweetwater in between Sarah and Sweetwater it is awesome it's in my freezer has been for years now um you can get it a couple of different ways they'll sell it to you individually uh, different cuts of beef individually they've got some bundles smaller packages than say buying a quarter or a half um the Boot Hill bundle Buffalo Creek steak bundle Sunny Point bundle it's hamburger some steak some roast some uh, round steak, tenderized round steak for chicken fry and that kind of thing. Or you can buy the bulk beef, quarter halves and holes. 
You can check them out on their Facebook page, Tucker Family Beef. We've got a website, tuckerfamilybeef.com. You can actually shop through that website uh, and order things online that way. Uh, or you can give, uh, give them a call, 580-374-5444, Tucker Family Beef. Join in uh, the show here for the foreseeable future. And that got me to thinking, Jared, let's do some play on words, right? The advertising game here. And uh, and actually, God, we were spitballing it around there at lunch the other day, and somebody said, oh, yeah, I know what you could do. What's your biggest beef in sports this week? That would be me. That was Jared Atha. That was me. Jared Atha came up with that. So I thought, what a great idea. Not just a hat rack, my friends. There's a brain up here. So, Jared Atha, what is your biggest beef in sports this week well i came up with one really early in the weekend and i thought well there's there's others that will that will come up and that will bother me and then that'll be pushed aside but this one i just i could not push it aside and i texted you about it so i know you know where i'm gonna go but i was watching the the chargers jags game and that incredible comeback by the jaguars and then they go to line it up to kick it for the win. And they do so. And then, uh, do you know a young man by the name of Riley Patterson? I'm going to guess that is the Jags kicker. That is the Jags kicker. He gets up there, and I notice something before he even kicks it. He reaches down inside his pads right there on his chest and pulls out a necklace. Couldn't really tell what the, uh, you know, could be anything. Could be a, a saint necklace or a, a locket with a picture of his mom. You never know couldn't tell but they quickly fade or go off of it because they're getting ready to kick it okay he kicks it they win it 31 to 30 they you know what do they do they run out to the kicker they lift him up he's still trying to he's fiddling with that necklace and he kind of he's taking it off and i realize that's a cross it's a cross necklace and every time he's trying to show that cross necklace camera goes away from him Cuts away from him. Cuts away from him. Every time. I got real beef with that. I got real, real beef with that. For obvious reasons. That's his choice. Clearly a Christian. A lot of faith. Using that national stage to show what he's about. And they just wouldn't let him. Never saw a post-game interview with him. They were probably scared to talk to him because of what he was probably going to say. He was probably going to say the right stuff, too. I got a real beef with that. How about you? Yeah, that uh, goes along with what happened last night. Did you see in the Flyers game? See what happened? No. Uh, hockey? I, I, yeah, hockey? yeah no. Philadelphia Flyers. They were having Pride Night. Okay. And so before the game, they had kind of their warm-up jerseys were – you know, the, the rainbow colors and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. Ivan Provorov didn't wear that jersey, didn't wear the little ribbon either on his jersey. All right. Because it went against his religious beliefs. And, of course, he's getting torn down by the media as we uh, we talk about it. I wonder if uh, your man Patterson would have been ha- – would have, if he'd have had a little Ukraine flag – would they have taken the camera off of him? True. No. Right. They wouldn't have. Right. Sam makes a great point. The NFL showed the players kneeling when when Demar Hamlin got hurt. 
Whatever, what's that for? What's the difference? There's a hashtag pray for Damar, right? Yeah. I mean. Anyhow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I not now. I I did catch uh, this morning a, a tweet uh, with that. I can't say his name. The player, the hockey player, and he said, basically said, "I respect your choices. Respect mine." That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's free will. That's we've been about that forever. That's your choice. Don't rip someone down for their choice. Mm-hmm. If the kicker just because it doesn't wear, agree with you, just because it doesn't agree with you, and because you're so scared to offend somebody. I think it's awesome that he did it because he wasn't scared to offend anybody. No, no, but the other Standing side of it, for the his, other like the, the cross. You know, they're so scared. Well, if we put that cross on TV. If we let this guy talk and talk about his beliefs, that's going to offend somebody, so we can't do that. Which is really interesting, isn't it, when you think about what he's talking about and what he's supporting and you're afraid it's going to offend people? You know what? Maybe it ought to. Yep. Yeah. I've got three, and I can't decide which one is my biggest beef. It would be a runaway slam dunk win for Brett Maher if the Cowboys would have lost that game. <laughs> yeah. He might have been my answer to the biggest beef in sports for the rest of my life if the Cowboys would have lost that playoff game because the kicker missed four straight extra points. I do have beef with him, but it's probably coming for next week if it's a close game and he and he messes it up. Mm-hmm. I figured out what happened. I got a little beef with the refs in the situation Friday out at Merritt. I found out what happened. Oh, okay, you got to the bottom of that. I found out what happened. It's a three-man crew. The 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 crew chief or one of the refs had a had a family emergency and couldn't attend and told the other two, hey, you guys do it or find somebody else. They just said, nope, screw it, we'll take the night off. Really? So I got beef with that. I got I got some beef with that. But I think the winner is going to be Northwestern. The Northwestern, Chicago? yes, okay. Northwestern, not Nalva, but in Chicago. No, okay, Northwestern men's basketball. Did you see what happened last night? No. Northwestern postponed or canceled their game because of weather, COVID. Oh my goodness, we're we're still doing this. Three years, folks. Three years of this. Why, on God's green earth? Are they testing their players for COVID right now to even make this a possible situation? What are they doing? I really thought we were past it, Jared. Well, I thought Big Ten was past it when their commissioner quit. I thought we were past it. I thought we are never going to see. I mean, you still hear every now and then there's protocols, like a certain player in the NBA – might be in the in the protocol. You haven't heard anything. Have you heard a football player this season, college or pro? Right, please knock on wood, though. We're in the playoffs. I we know. don't need you to jinx it. You know, there there was that big deal where before the World Cup final, France was quarantining their players away from everybody, scared to death of that. I guess I don't know, yeah. but it it really felt like we were past all this. And then I see this Northwestern still testing their players for COVID, and then cancel the game really come on northwestern do better that is my biggest beef in sports is that three years down the road we have a game that is called off
for COVID. Now, I probably wouldn't uh, have any beef with it if they were canceling it because of the vaccine. Uh, hey oh, Whoa. That's true, too. hey oh. Let me ask you this. With what's become, I mean, if you, if you look for this, you can find it. People just dropping like flies all across the country, young, healthy people that are athletes. Did it ever cross your mind at the end of that game Monday night when everybody started praying around Russell Gage? Did it ever cross your mind, uh-oh, is that what just happened here? Because uh, it kind of... little bit... But it did look like it was. he got hit kind of up in the head seen, or neck seen the, on the play. Uh, yeah, seeing the, um, the play itself, it looked more like a physical injury. But did you notice how much different already the way the production crew of ESPN handled that versus DeMar Hamlin? I don't think I, I did. I don't remember seeing so a replay. Oh, no. I saw one replay. That's it. One replay. Instead of over and, – and, and did you notice the angle of the camera, how far away it was from oh, the situation? Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They, there has clearly been some conversation about how that was handled the first time and how it was handled last or, uh, Monday night. It was a lot different, a lot different, to the point of you didn't really even know what was happening. So, um, I, I thought that was that was a definitely a change uh, from what we had seen. Yeah, I, um, I've always had the uh, I don't know if you watch Big Elk TV or I, me personally, have always had a policy of we don't put a camera on an injured kid. Try know? not to. I don't. Yeah, for you sure. Know, obviously, we'll catch it in the game when it's happening. I won't replay it and. Our cameraman knows to kind of okay go somewhere else, get the band, get the cheerleaders, but because you don't know, you know, you don't want. But these are adults; these are grown men, and but I, I think it's better if you don't zoom in and try to see what's going on in the you know as the medics are attending to whatever's happening. Okay, I can't I can't decide if this is a shot at me or not. But uh, on the text line, my biggest beef is the Wednesday sponsor didn't bring any sample plates. Should I have brought sample plates because I have that at home? Well, I mean, it's not like the listener can get them. I mean, unless they come here. Well, I guess that's the point. <laughs> if we had it, if we had the grill fired up about back, yeah, <laughs> have a little listeners yeah. uh, meet and greet and eat. Uh, here's one. My beef. I, I agree with this one a little bit. My beef is not being able to watch any decent golfers anymore. Wish the PGA would let the lives guys come back. Tired of watching guys that have no idea who they were. That certainly was the case at the Sony down the stretch. Over in Hawaii? Yes. Yeah. Um, I found myself watching a lot of that. Kind of commercial breaks and half times of football, I'd go over there. There yeah. was a little bit of breaking news yesterday on the live golf scene. What's that? They'd get a TV deal, didn't they? They are working. It looks like they're. you know who it's going to be with? Uh, right after Dawson's Creek on the CW. <laughs> the CW. <laughs> I guess One right Tree after, Hill is right over. after the Flash. <laughs> whatever shows are on there, what else? They Supernatural. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of all these. Teen uh, there's a whole shows. bunch of yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up after this riveting episode of Gilmore Girls. Live golf. Yeah. <laughs> Will Joey and Dawson ever go out? <laughs> Find out after the 18th hole at Cedar Ridge of the Live Golf Tour. 
like TV's TV, you know. Well, and they live found golf. A home, then live golf has been a little bit of a melodrama so far, so it fits right in <laughs> it with the uh, does. with the CW. Surprised it has been on the Lifetime Channel. <laughs> right after or uh, you know how mad who uh, has the housewives? Who who has is that E? Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> you know how mad my mom would get if Live Golf showed up on like the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> She'd be so mad. Wait a minute, I can't watch the same movie over and over with different <laughs> cast of characters. Exactly. <laughs> How am I supposed to find out if uh, if if uh, that guy left his high powered lawyer job in New York to settle out on a farm somewhere <laughs> with a local librarian? What? <laughs> Live golf? Isn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm afraid my mom would write a uh, harshly worded letter to the Hallmark Channel if they had Live Golf on there. It would interrupt her day. <laughs> a harshly worded letter. Yes. <laughs> She'd lick the stamp and everything. A uh, harshly worded letter. Yes. <laughs> Maybe even shoot off one of those emails. <laughs> <laughs> Fire up the modem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then, hey, Aaron, you, you, can you tell me what my email address is? <laughs> How to get in there? What's my password? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Are you using ChazK22 <laughs> at Gmail still? <laughs> All right, we'll be back. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. The Skinny on Sports. No, 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 no. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. I'm getting chastised for picking on Gigi. Yeah, don't mess with your mom, man. I wasn't messing don't, with her. come on. I'm just telling the truth. If Liv Golf ended up on the Hallmark Channel, she would be mad. It would mess up her day. I'm going to tell you something. We, we are in the, the advertising game, obviously. Mm-hmm. One of the best advertising campaigns I can remember is going on right now and has been going on for a while. The progressive don't commercials, don't become your parents. That stuff is so true. But you know what? It's inevitable. I'm afraid There's so. There's so many times as as a parent, as a father, that I find myself saying and doing things like, a whoa. I remember that from 30 years ago. I get accused of making the chuck noise a lot. The chuck noise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quit making the chuck noise. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's good. <laughs> Something happens and you just don't like it. It's good. Uh. Very good. I like it. It happens all the time. Like Quit it. making the chuck noise. Do you do it on air? Do you do it during basketball games? Nah, try not to. But probably. <laughs> but here's the thing: those who are really paying attention know maybe know like, those little. Like last <laughs> night, there was a time where the the I think it was the Elkats threw it up ahead, 
and it was a it was one of those like leading passes, but it was right over the girl's head and mm-hmm. to get in front of her. Mm-hmm. She kind of tried to tip it ahead instead of just letting it fall and then running right through it. And she tipped it, hit it in the back of the head, and went out of bounds. I might have went, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I have a feeling if I'm lucky enough to continue down this path that the chuck noise may start coming out more in about four years. I think it's going to get louder. It might for a couple for a couple of those years when the noise when the yeah down the road is just going to be more there. (laughs) Well, and because I don't know, there's probably I I haven't ever experienced this, but I have a feeling it probably irritates you more when it's your own kid screwing up than somebody else's. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. I may have to have you just take over the football broadcast at times. You never know. There it is. There it is. My kid nearly broke down. Actually, she did. She started crying. When I told her, when and if you're playing high school basketball, I'm I'm taking the mic off. I'm I'm not doing it. Oh wow. And she she cried. She what? she cried. Now there's a funny ending to this story, but she and I and she you know, she stormed off like a kid does this must have been katie katie yeah like why don't you want to broadcast me and she just i'm like and i finally later i explained to her listen it i want to be a fan and a dad in the stands if you're playing i don't want to you know you have i'd have to be more even keel if i had the mic on did, what, you, did what, you explain to her, uh, Katie, would you like daddy to get fired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what she thought I said was, I'm quitting my job. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, well, you don't have to quit your job, do you? Like, Wait a minute. No, no, no. That's not the case. I'm not quitting my job. I actually have a question about your children. Did you, uh, did you happen to inform anybody in your family that, you said that James cusses, and you told us that on the air, or that she knows a bad word. I don't think anybody was shocked by that revelation. <laughs> you know, and then you know where she learned that word. Her mother. Her mother. Ah, there you go. Because that's her go-to. You got a Chuck noise. That's her. She's when something happens, she goes yes, <laughs> like real quick, and sometimes under her breath. But you know, kids, they hear everything. I have a great story. <laughs> <laughs> about this exact thing <clears throat> and it's it's a gg story okay so back in the day before chucks my mom kept babysat kids and one day one of the parents came to get their kid and was like uh, you know gene i need to talk to you she goes oh okay she's like well uh, our, our son has started saying s and you know we, it, you know we know she heard it here. And my mom was like, "Didn't hear it." And nope, didn't hear it. Didn't hear it here. And the lady was like, "No, seriously, uh, we know, we know she, you know, we know he learned it here." My mom said, "No, he didn't." She was like, "Gina, why do you, why are you so adamant that you that he didn't learn it here?" My mom said, "Well, because if he'd have learned a cuss word here." It would have been F. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say S. I say F. 
And that was the end of that conversation. Full on. Yeah, we're not skirting around these wrong, wrong words here. We're, we're going right on to the big one. Uh, she might kill me if she knows I told her. That's good. On the air. That's yeah. funny. Uh, funny stuff. Coming up tonight, we got Thunder back in action against Indiana. Home game after winning three out of four on the road. Uh, Eastern Conference road swing that took them uh, through wins against Brooklyn, Chicago, and who was the last? Philly. Indiana back at home tonight. At what point, I know Trammell's written an article, I didn't get a chance to read it this morning, maybe we can discuss it uh, starting tomorrow, but I mean, at what point do we have to seriously start considering whether or not the Thunder are a playoff team? 21 and 23, so just two games under 500, more than halfway through the season. At what point is it, what point is this going to become real? <laughs> From the text line, Gina's going to kill you, and he would know. Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe would know. Yeah, Joe probably would know. Um, uh, it's up to you not to tell her, Joe. Yeah, let's might edit that little part out of the, <laughs> yeah. of the uh, podcast. Um, he's probably already called her. Yeah. Tune in ac- now. He's probably to he's already went across the alley. Can you believe what Skinny said about you? <laughs> he's just stirring it up, isn't he? No, there's no doubt he'll want to. <laughs> um, without reading his article, what point do we th- start considering the Thunder a playoff team? Now, it's now. Uh, pl- are we considering play in a playoff team, play in game? Oh, I think so. Okay, I mean, if they print T-shirts for it, you might as well call it a playoff team. I think it's now because of the schedule ahead. Um, heard this stat the other day that they have, I think, the from this point on to the rest of the season, the easiest schedule going forward in the in the Western Conference. And a lot of teams, why they have that easy schedule, because a lot of teams they have coming up, they have players that are projected to still be out with injury. Uh, that uh, Key players for um, some of these better teams that they're going to play. So it could trend well for the Thunder to win those games. So now I've I've already set my mind to there's no tanking anymore. It's there this team I think refuses to. Uh, this is part of the process of taking that next step to being a, a a good basketball team and and a playoff team. Are they a playoff? I think now's the time. And in, in my mind, right now, based on everything I said moving forward, it isn't hyperbole. It's looking at the projected. Uh, teams that they're going to play without their players and they've they've already got through the rough stretch of their schedule now they got an easy stretch throughout the rest of the season so now i think it's the time to start considering them a playoff team yeah and the injuries that thunder have had (laughs) Uh, i'm being distracted by the text line a lot of input today. I love it. Hey, I didn't play anything. I, I'm, I'm the I one ne- who produces the I never the make those promos. I make the promos. I, I, la- I make my own bed with those. That's okay? right. That's right. It's not me. Although, if it I was me, most, you'll, you'll know when it changes if it is me. <laughs> uh, Thunder, though, the, the, this morning they're in 10th, which would be the last play, play in spot. Only a game out of sixth. They've won 10 of 15. And here's the thing. If you want to look at at the, the performance, <clears throat> it's not only the twenty one and twenty three record so far, but they have the fifth best point differential in the West. That is that is a huge thing. When you look at maybe yeah. a prediction predictor for what's to come now, and, and another thing that's helped them is the injuries they sustained. 
helped or hurt depending on what you wanted the Thunder to do this year. But the injuries that Oklahoma City has sustained have been to the developmental players. So instead of getting 25 minutes of Poku and 25 minutes of Usman Jang, you've been getting Muscala and Kenrich Williams. Those two players lead to winning. Isaiah Joe has been an absolute revelation, but he helps lead to winning. You have to play Aaron Wiggins more as opposed to some of these other developmental players. Even Chet could be in this equation a little bit negatively just because you don't know what the learning curve would have been for him. You know, it's everybody wants to assume that Chet playing would lead to wins or, or lead to better basketball. We don't know that that's right. I mean, it, it might have been with him in the lineup learning in the NBA game and getting accustomed to it. That would have been a detriment to the record of the Thunder. True. So it's all kind of come mixed in there at exactly the right time. And Oklahoma City's been fortunate to play some teams, as you mentioned, already have played teams without their better players a bunch this year. Now, that hasn't always led to wins. You know, the other day against Miami, they had like their top five out, and they still Oklahoma City still lost. But in the long run, that's been a, a help, not a hindrance to the record of the Thunder. I, I, I don't – I want to see what happens after, after the All-Star break because I'm convinced that they're – the idea of this season right now is to make Shea an all-star, which I think that's going to happen. And that comes that week of, uh, of February 14th, yeah, that, that week of uh, Valentine's. Their latest kind of count of votes, it was actually really close. For him being third. For Yeah. When, and if, you, if you've listened to Pinto talk about this before Thunder Games periodically on this station, since these votes, since the totals have kind of started being announced, being third is a huge thing. You know why? Because Luca and Steph are in front of him. Steph's been hurt a little bit. Would he bow out of that All Star game due to you know you know maintenance on himself body wise? Well, who that opens the door for whoever's third? Right now it's Ja, just a little bit ahead of SGA. But it, being that third person really puts you in a position to maybe be a starter in the All Star game, which no one saw that coming. I mean, a fringe All Star maybe. With, but here's the thing, and we talked about this from the beginning when Shea started out on such a roll. In order for him to be an all-star, the team has to keep winning some games. Guess what they have? To the point now, a, what, a month ahead of the all-star break, they're seriously in contention, in contention to end up in the playoffs. I'm not convinced they'll continue down this run, but I'm also not – here's the problem, though. With Poku and Jang out – any combination of players they're going to play, it's gonna, you're going to have a hard time seeing them lose five, six, ten in a row like they have in the past. They've just got too many. Their players have all gotten better. Like Kenrich Williams. They made sure he didn't play down the stretch last year because they were afraid he was too good. He's darn sure too good this year. He's shooting over 43% from three. And, and Joe and, and all these guys. It, it's a testament to the way the developmental – strategies of the Oklahoma City Thunder to have kind of this mismatch of guys come together as a team and play as well as they have. They've been fantastic. Even losses, they haven't been blown out very often. Always competitive. And by the way, a fun brand of basketball to watch. Mark Dagnalt has to be in the in consideration for the coach of the year, especially if he gets his team in the playoffs. Yeah, and they, that's the another thing, the coaching. Bringing him in – I like that approach at Sam Presti. He brought him in. 
obviously during a rebuild, you know, you let um, um, Don Billy go, Billy Donovan go. For, you know, he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Right. That was fine, and that was a mutual breakup, I guess. And I think everybody was happy with that. Even the fans, like, okay, it's fine. And bring in this no-name guy that you never heard of. You could barely say his name or spell it. And it was like a part of the rebuild for the Thunder was like, okay, it's a perfect opportunity. Bring in a guy to learn how to coach in this league and it's work. Now he's not only has he learned to coach in this league, he's a good coach in this league. And you can see him being a part of this process moving forward, like in the long term, unless something dramatic happens and, and maybe he takes a better job somewhere or, or what, but that too is kind of, it's kind of like been parallel with the rebuild. Okay. Let's, let's teach a coach how to coach. Let's let him learn with these guys at the same time and let them gel at the same time. It wasn't about just bringing in a guy to hold over until the rebuild's complete and go hire somebody else. I think they're truly committed. Uh, Presti's truly committed uh, to Dagnall to being the guy when this rebuild is done. And there's just certain guys that relate to young players better than others. Greg Popovich wouldn't work here. Yeah, sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Scotty Brooks was great at it in the in the early years to get to the Thunder to a certain level. Dagnall, it remains to be seen, but we know he's good at starting to cultivate and build, develop. Thanks to uh, Tucker Family Beef. Visit their Facebook page, website, tuckerfamilybeef.com. Great locally raised prime beef. Have a good Wednesday. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way. I have an idea of perfection, the perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477.